Hello, it's me, Mr. McCrank, and you're here with me on the first episode of McCrank's Corner. I'm so excited to be here with you. You have no idea it's been a long, lengthy process to get here. Really, to be honest with you, I didn't know if I actually would. The move was kind of weird. So I had two Steambot movers from Steam's Move and Go, and, and it didn't really go as planned. They moved my stuff, but forgot a few things. And then as they started to move, a few things fell off the Steam truck, and then I fell out of the steam truck. I said that I closed the door, and one of them reached his arm over to fix something, and and then they and then I was out. I don't really know what happened, but they said they were right before it happened. They were a little grumpy. I don't know if they liked all my stories I was telling them, but I, I don't think it has anything to do with that. They wouldn't push an old bot like myself out of the moving truck. That's just rude and reckless, so reckless, so, uh, I'm not, it was a little, it was a little lengthy in getting over here, but once I did, I got settled, and Digvale has welcomed me with open arms, um, the only thing being that those arms were sometimes full of torches, and, and pitchforks, like the olden days, and I mean, you gotta understand, when a steambot holds a pitchfork and a torch, I'm talking about a welding torch and, a, and an adamantium pitchfork. Like, these things are made of metal. They're, they're hurt. Real bad. I may be made of metal too, but my pain receptors are working just fine, alright? It's, it's not good. But uh, other than that, all warm hugs and welcomes, it's been fantastic. So I'm happy to be here, Digvale, uh, and I hope that you're enjoying me as well as as much as I'm enjoying you. So I wanted to start today's episode, and like I said, I'm only going to take a few minutes of your time. Right, my episodes won't be long, 10, 15 minutes, you know. Well, really, that's actually limited by the radio station, because they said in my interview that if they let me talk for as long as I actually wanted to talk, there would be no time for other radio shows. I don't know if that was an insult or if that was a compliment. I couldn't tell. The The boss's eyes were very steady, straight, and he wasn't moving his lips all that much. It's actually kind of weird. I don't know how he was moving his crank jaw to talk at all, because it really didn't seem to budge. It just sounds came out. It was kind of frightening, actually. At first, I thought he wasn't even the one talking and someone was puppeteering him. But I haven't seen a puppeteer in 300 years. It's been a really long time. No one does puppets anymore. So, uh, on another note, if anyone wants to take a puppeteer and I'll come to a show, I'd love to. Really, I would. It'd be fantastic. So, but anyway, back to what I was going to say. So today, what I really wanted to talk about was fulfilling a purpose, right? So, back where I was from, there was... Well, let's just say he was my neighboring store compatriot. He he was not so much competition. We got along just fine. Uh, I guess, though, he was a little competitive. Um, and his name, we're going to call him Giff, okay? Giff, uh, <laughs> he was, you know, a little... He had a little bit of an issue with people getting any business that he wasn't himself getting. Really, he wanted all the business for himself. So when I was there and then he was a newcomer, 
He just kept telling me it was the way of the world. Which didn't really make much sense because the only world we lived in was that town. We didn't even see the rest of the world. And then when Dandy moved in, he got real upset. He blamed me again. He burned down half my store. He said it was on accident. He was running with a pair of matches and he tripped. But that also didn't make sense because he doesn't run. You know, he's got wheels for feet. He glides, if anything. You know, rolls. Whatever you really want to put it. He's real quick. And tripping, you know, not much of a hazard. His wheels are built for the desert and the rocks. So, uh, it made me think a little bit. But, I, you know, I can't truly be too upset with him. Gif just has a different personality. He's aggressive. He's an aggressive man with a gold tooth. There's a shiny gold tooth, too. But it really tells you to fulfill a purpose. You gotta understand that what Gif wanted out of life was... You know, to triumph over everyone. All I really wanted out of life was to enjoy waking up every day. And that's what I'm doing now. So I can tell you that when you take yourself and you put yourself in a situation where you can, you know, overcome obstacles, you feel a little better each day. You know, a little WD-40 and a little oil in the system, and you move right along. Right? You know, you've heard me say that before. So, that's what I'm saying, is you just really got to push yourself. Push yourself, and and don't let anything get you down. You know, I know I'm not the best person or bot to be giving advice, but I know that with everything you're doing, you just got to believe in you to do it. It's that simple. Really, it is. So, uh, anyway, Giff and I, we still talk, but... Just let that be a lesson. When someone is driving you up a wall or, you know, using you as a stepping stone, don't let them, you know, fight back. I had to tell Giff, no, you won't step on me. So then he started to roll on me. And, you know, that's a bit different, but it worked, in my opinion, to an extent. So don't let them walk or roll on you. You stand up to them, and you stand up to yourself, find fulfillment. Because that's what I ultimately realized. You know, Gif was going to continue to try to roll on me because I wasn't where I was supposed to be. And that was on me. So, you know, I figured that out and I went about my way. And now I'm here talking to you, enjoying my time, enjoying the show. And it really is bringing me into a more, you know, steady place in my life. I feel at peace. Big peace, too. Not small peace. Like, like big, huge peace. Makes me happy. It really does. So, anyway, uh, I wanted to talk to you, you know, before we, we got out of here and we, we ended it and everything, is, uh, there was an article I was reading about two, uh, two teenagers from Canada. And they were, uh, they were stuck out in the snow past the, they were, they'd gone to a resort to snowboard, and the two boys snowboarded too far away from the resort, and they had to, they had to make shelter and fire to survive while rescue teams looked for them. And it really struck a chord because they were so young. Just so young, right? And and they did it, though, by burning their homework. So, I, you know, I thought that was crazy. And they were relative, they were unscathed and they were rescued. So, you know, kudos to them. Kudos to the rescue team. Happy they're safe. 
but it brought up an interesting moment in my life. It made me think of an interesting moment in my life, I should say. Uh, back in my past, there was a cave, right? And we were mining ore when I was younger. I was with my grandpappy and my two cousins. And we were trying to get as, you know, as much ore as we could. Uh, and then all of a sudden we hit the wrong part of the wall. And it was a, it was an old, it was a cave-in, right? So... We were there in the dock, and thank, thank God, Grandpappy was an older model bot, so he glue, you know, glue, glowed, he, he was glowing, like uranium, the dude just lit up, like a lightning bug, right, but more bright, kind of like a lamp, he just made, he made brightness, and we could see, it was really good, that is until we started hearing growling from a distance, and it turns out, where we lived, we had a rare specimen of shark called a cave shark. They had arms and legs, and they could breathe in and out of water. So it's like a shark, but way worse. But way way worse. Like it's like a shark times times ten. It's like a shark that would be in a nightmare. It's like a shark that you're not only afraid of. But that will also come after you, even after you think you've escaped it. So, we were stuck in there with those sharks, and uh, one of my cousins, his name is Bill. He, he uh, He's not with us anymore. So, he made a tough sacrifice. So, it's kind of like the homework. Sometimes, you gotta make a tough sacrifice to survive. And now we're here... And we're doing great, right? We're, we're moving a lot. We're really, really pushing ourselves to to become better. Uh, so, on that note, I just really what I wanted to say was kudos to them. Kudos to my cousin Bill. And uh, it, it's all about sometimes making the tough choices, right? You, sometimes you got to burn homework. And sometimes you got to face off against a cave shark. Keep that in mind, people, as you move throughout your day, and, uh, hey, this has been fun. This is another episode of McCrank's Corner. I hope you enjoyed it, because I know I'm enjoying just up here talking and rambling and, and shooting the shoot and, and stuff and going, and it's a lot of fun. It really is, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. So, come back again, and when you do, remember, the best support you can give is a listen. And that's all we're asking for. So I hope to see you then. Okay. Bye.